Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. MTE Sharing Change has donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits assisting worthy causes in our community. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. It's time to talk with our friends from the Child Advocacy Center, and Katie Enzer is here, as always. Good morning. Good morning, Brian. How are you today? I'm well, enjoying the sunshine. It is beautiful out there. Yeah, spring breaks here, and um, um, I know that we've got Hometown Heroes coming up pretty quick after that because it means Hometown Heroes, spring, they kind of go together. They certainly do. Oh, we are just praying that this is the weather that we'll receive on April the 28th. That's a Friday. It's at the last Friday of April, and we will be celebrating Child Abuse Prevention Month throughout the entire month. Um, and so this is just a way that we can have a, a host of fundraiser outside um, at the Civic Plaza on the 28th. It is... Um, kind of a a month-long focus on child abuse prevention and you get so much great community support I mean I know sheriff's office all the agencies you know have a news release about that and and you really spend the entire month just pushing out lots of good info we do you know we come on WGNS thankfully once a month and we get to visit with your listeners as well as have so much support um, within the community during not only April but through um you know the entire year but we like to highlight april because of all the prevention that we do throughout the year so it's a wonderful way for us all to get together um it's a it's a free event for any individuals or businesses that would like to come and walk um, but of course we do have sponsorships that are still available we also are selling blue t-shirts um, and the national symbol for child abuse prevention is a pinwheel um, and so we'll have a couple of those i'm sure spread across the the way and um, but it's just a great way too that we can have the opportunity to spend time with those that serve this community every each and every day so um, the Department of Children's Services will be there uh, we will have some of our detectives from the special victims unit um, a lot of law enforcement come out and support each other of course our staff sponsors um, and just a lot of fun it's going to be happening on that day so um the the event you said it's the last friday of april right so Should that's be, yeah. 28th the 28th yeah yeah that's right that's what's on the calendar and um for those folks who have maybe participated before it's a little different this year in terms of where your end destination is right that's correct brian again your listeners have been so wonderful throughout the years and most of them know that we would normally be going down uh towards these um the dmv center but this year we have moved our locations to the oakland's pavilion and so we will be going from the civic plaza and then we will start the walk at 12 noon towards oakland uh, oakland's pavilion and so the city of murfreesboro and of course any of the traffic police will help us guide us down the new route and and part of uh, i guess the main reason for that is the cac has a new home we yes. do we have a new home out there on um, close to mpd off of highland terrace and we're really enjoying it out that way so what better way to get us kind of closer to the office but mm-hmm. yeah. not actually have to host it because it's a little bit tinier than what we had at the fire hall well and um, you, you know being there 
it's probably a, a good place for the CAC to be very close by to the uh, MPD. It is. Yes. Yeah. We'll have a lot. We hope we have a lot of participation from the Murfreesboro Police Department, mm-hmm. as well, of course, any other business that is closer around by there. We're going to have a lot of fellowship um, there at Oakland's Pavilion, as well as some music, I believe. We've got a DJ coming. And, of course, KFT Barbecue has offered to donate a just a plethora of barbecue and food oh, that day. Yeah. Wow. And um, are, are, is the DJ going to be playing Katie's Mix? Or, or, you know, <laughs> Katie's Mixtape, yeah. probably from the 90s, yeah. Or Kids Bop. We always end up somewhere between. Uh, yeah, Kids Bop. Boy, that brings back memories mm-hmm. with my youngins. But anyway, um, that's that's going to be fun. I'm sure we'll continue to uh, tell folks about the event as well. And if anybody wants to participate, um, CACRutherford.org, I guess you get information there. Yes, sir, we do. Under the events tab, you'll see a beautiful logo with all of our little runners. Um, the Hometown Heroes Walk for Children is located there. You can register for free right there. You can also on our Facebook page is CAC Rutherford is our handle. Um, and you actually can order t-shirts this year off of there. There's a link just for t-shirts. Um, and then, of course, you can always get in touch with us at 615-867-9000. Very, very good. So um, don't forget uh, the Hometown Heroes Walk for Children coming up in uh, April on the 28th. And more information at CACRutherford.org. Katie Enzer is here with the Child Advocacy Center. And um, you've heard uh, a voice, you know, in in agreement of uh, all the things that I've been talking about, Katie. But I thought I'd give you the opportunity to welcome who you brought with you today. I'm so thrilled today to bring another staff member along with me, Mr. David Amaya Velasquez. Yeah, that's me. And he is our drug endangered children coordinator at the center. Um, David's been with us now for about a year and a half, and mm-hmm. I'm so appreciative of him coming on today and kind of sharing what it is that he does. Yeah, it's always exciting to give out information like that. And what better time than in April? I mean, we're crazy that we're almost a quarter into the new year. Yeah. And, um, I think, I mean, child abuse is always something that's near and dear to our, to our center, of course. It's our, it's our main spill. Um, but part of my job, really, um, is just going into the homes. I offer in-home services. Um, I help families, youth, children um, kind of communicate better, um, help set up or help them realize that um, there are good ways to communicate. There are also unhealthy ways to communicate with um, with each other, set up boundaries, help them understand that um, stress, is, stress is normal. Um, there are also healthy ways to um, alleviate stress. There are also unhealthy ways to alleviate stress. Help identify triggers of any kind. That's really just my, what I do. Uh, but the also main thing I also say that I, uh, that I know I do with families is help them get connected to resources. So suppose I'm not able to help them in a certain capacity, um, then my next thing is to just refer them to another agency that can help. Um, whether there's so many well-known agencies just in this one-mile radius of this building, um, <laughs> Greenhouse Ministries, uh, Barnabas Visions, all this kind of stuff, um, Legal Aid Society, all of these agencies offer really good work to most of the clients that I serve. Um, but that's what I do. So Drug Endangered Children Coordinator, that that really covers I mean, you would think that it would be, you know, much more specific to that, but it's just really anything. It yes, sounds it's, like <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a spectrum. Uh, I would say it's a spectrum. It's a large scope. Um, and I guess I can talk a little bit more about kind of the process of how it ends up, um, how I end up working with families. Um, so we work with the direct, uh, with the department of children services 
And while we are not DCS, um, we do work with them. So we are part, um, we do work alongside them in uh, helping families find a good uh, middle ground in where they want to go. Um, so for a lot of reasons, um, families can have a case open on them or have a case investigated um, for alleged child abuse. Now, alleged is, I would say, the ma main word there. It doesn't mean that it happened. Uh, but the uh, point is, is that if it did, it's better to investigate than not. Um, so once the DC once DCS receives a referral or a report, um, an investigator is then assigned and then they do their work. Um, eventually, that's when um, they step into our facility and they set up a forensic interview. Um, eventually, um, once the forensic interview is conducted, the child can disclose um, certain, any kinds of abuse, physical, sexual, um, drug and drug uh, substance exposure and that's eventually that's when I come in um, once DCS may close their their case I'm, I may be um, reached out to um, and they say hey I think this family could really use some of your services at which point I then communicate with them and I say I'm here to support you in whichever way that you need uh, most families are kind of unaware that this is well some families I would say are unaware of what exactly I do because it is a big scope sure um, yeah. so it's kind of it is pretty stre uh, stretched out, but I think it really gives a lot of uh, leeway and room um, to better assess the family. So mm, that's, that's kind of the process of what we how how it ends up with me. Yeah, uh, and you know, and I think there's probably a misconception as well about um, even the work of of the CAC that there always has to be some type of sexual abuse. But I mean, it, sure. it, 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 we're all about the children. Right. You're advocates for children here right. in our community, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, you, you mentioned maybe there's drug use in the home and, and how to mitigate that to make sure the child is safe. I right. mean, that's that's one of the many things that you could be called in to do. Sure, yeah. And, my, you know, my main focus is always um, with the children. Um, that does not mean that the parents don't get any, any help or any attention either. Um, all the families that I work with are in some kind of active recovery. Um, so they are willingly and they're voluntarily able to say that I want you to come into my home and help us out with whatever it is we have going on. Um, and it can be something as simple as, um, like I mentioned before, setting up healthy boundaries, how to communicate better, um, less on the anger, more on the keeping it, less keeping it in, more uh, letting it out. Um, and that can look a lot of different ways. So uh, parents are also focused too. Um, some families have little little to need. Um, some of them just need um, better resources to get some food. Um, some families need some some type of assistance for getting their pill, bill paid, electricity, all that kind of stuff. So I, I'm tasked with helping them cross that bridge. Yeah, and, and you know, with the economy the way it is i mean you know one you know let's say tire situation and you have to spend mm -hmm. an extra 200 bucks on right. a tire and then you're behind and then that can cause stress mm -hmm. within the family and then you know that can be uh, a small thing absolutely but it can snowball too yes. you know mm -hmm. and just where to get that help right that's a great depiction brian of kind of how things you know you you can we can all feel what that felt like yeah. right we all know that that's you know very very stressful and you can also understand too that in certain situations you're not only dealing with that stress that we all just felt um with that example but also the stress of sometimes it is a little bit deeper than that you know some of the children it is it is child sexual abuse or it is someone that you know you know that's hurting your child or is exposing your child to things right um and so having david in there to make sure that you know everybody's kind of on the same page 
um, it's just a wonderful, another wonderful part of what it is that the center offers yes. um, for free uh, mm-hmm. to all of our children and families that we serve. Um, because again, I'm so blessed to be able to go out into the community and ha- host these fundraising events. Um, just so again, the center can offer these wonderful programs to our community. Right. With us today from the CAC, Katie Enzer and David Amaya Velasquez, the Drug and Danger Children Cord- Children's Coordinator. It's a it's it a is, it is. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I was, as Katie was speaking, I was just thinking about, too, we have so, we, we live in kind of a melting pot uh, here in, in Rutherford County and the, the vast number of people. And sometimes I would think, and, and maybe more times than not, it's there's a language barrier that keeps people from getting the help that they need. Yes. But there's a way to get through that too with the CAC. Absolutely. There, um, for example, I'm bilingual. We have another staff member who is also bilingual. And there, well, th- uh, two other staff members that are bilingual. Um, so that alone already mitigates some of the language barriers that some Spanish-speaking families may have. Um, but Spanish isn't, I know, we all know Spanish isn't the only language in Rutherford County. Right. Um, but uh, DCS has a wonderful resource, um, the language line, in case they ever need it. Um, they do have people from that speak a lot, many, many different languages just on standby ready to interpret um, whenever they need say a dialect um an asian dialect that's probably on pretty rather unknown in spanish i won't get into the huge dialect of how many spanish (laughs) dialects there are um my family's from el salvador and even from el salvador um you can go over the ridge of a mountain and they would speak i would say a rather distinct dialect that i wouldn't be able to understand um and i consider myself rather fluid myself right Um, so Needless to say, in Rutherford County, um, yes, I agree, it's a melting pot, and there are several ways to, I would, um, that can kind of bridge the gap with that. Um, if you need someone or if you know of anyone that needs some Spanish interpretation, feel free to call us. Um, I certainly don't mind helping and pointing in the right direction, um, even if it's just you know something as little as getting a document interpreted, because um, I know for the families that I serve who only speak Spanish, some of them get a little put off or a little intimidated and aren't sure about what um, a paper that could possibly say. They don't know whether they're in trouble. Some of them are undocumented. You just never know. Yeah. Um, so there's there's several resources out there, and um, just give us a call if you guys ever need anything like that. I, I remember talking to um, someone in administration at Smyrna, and they were telling me that there are like 150 different nationalities if, in that high school alone wow. here in the county. I mean, so that kind of gives you the scope of right. – what you mean by dialect and it's not like uh if you come from the south you speak different than maybe someone in the midwest i mean you can at least uh understand that language what you're saying is it's it's almost like a completely different language in its own yeah so uh that that has to be though a very intimidating and and scary situation too if if you don't understand the language that you're getting all of this information in so that's a that is a great service there. And, uh, David, I appreciate you coming by. It's been fun to catch up with you. Hope you'll yeah, come by again. Absolutely. Love coming by here. It's always awesome to come by. Katie, you've, you've got so many great people that work there at the CAC, huh? Oh, my goodness. I <laughs> yes. know it. I'm so proud to be a part of it, certainly. And when I get to 
drag them onto the radio. They <laughs> they get to see how proud we are. Of Do they them. come uh, kicking and screaming sometimes? And yes. then they leave wanting to come right back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I do appreciate you both being here. Again, uh, find out more about the Child Advocacy Center at CACRutherford.org. And don't forget the Hometown Heroes Walk for Children, which is coming up at the uh, end of April, the uh, 28th of April. And we'll spend some time talking about that next time we see you, Katie. That's right, Brian. Thanks again for having us. Absolutely, Thank David. Good to see you. Likewise. Take care. Katie Enzer and David Amaya Velasquez joining us from the Child Advocacy Center. Don't forget, if you missed part of our program, you can check the podcast at WGNSRadio.com or wherever you listen to audio, whether it's iHeart, Amazon, Facebook, podcast. Yeah, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can find us. Just take a check.